welcome to the Journey to Heal podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Sutherland. I'm a writer, author, and the founder of Journey to Heal Ministries, a ministry dedicated to helping survivors heal from past sexual trauma by leading them to hope in Jesus Christ. As a survivor myself, I know how challenging and lonely the healing journey can be. This podcast is dedicated to providing hope and inspiration for anyone on a journey to heal. Whether you're a survivor or love someone who is, I am delighted you're here. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know, one of the challenges, probably one of the greatest challenges for those of us that have experienced some form of sexual trauma, whether it be in childhood or adolescence or adulthood, we struggle with trust. We struggle with being able to really engage in relationships that require more than just surface level conversation. So really any close relationship is going to be a little bit more difficult for those of us who have who have had our boundaries violated, uh, whether at really at any point in our life, but certainly in our developmental years. So today I'm just beginning to kind of talk about what that's looked like for me, what I've learned, um, not only as a survivor and as someone who has is still and has been enjoying a, a marriage of now of 27 years with my husband and college sweetheart Wes, um, and have been able to establish some healthy friendships and good working relationships with other people. It's a lot of work uh, that has been involved in order for me to get where I am today. But I want to share that with those of you that are listening that maybe you're in a point or a place of struggling in the area of even establishing, much less maintaining healthy relationships in your life, whether that be friendships, working relationships, or your marriage. Um, Or maybe you're not, maybe you're single and you're not married yet and you're listening today and you're like, I don't know that I ever want to be married because maybe you're afraid of the intimacy involved in a relationship like that, in a marriage relationship. So listen, I'm going to just share a little bit of what I've learned just to kind of introduce this topic because I'm going to be talking about this um, myself and then also introducing some others and some friends and hopefully my husband involved in this uh, uh, as well um, over a series. I don't know how many parts I'll put to it, but um, we'll go as long as we have information to share and hope uh, to offer um, because this is a really big deal and probably, like I said earlier, one of the most uh, challenging aspects of navigating life as someone who um, is healing from or working towards healing from past sexual trauma. So listen, I think probably one of the key things that I'm going to share today, and I'm not, I won't be on long today because I'm just going to kind of introduce this. But one of the key things that I have learned in my experience um, of, of, of being on this healing journey for a while now 
um, of intentionally paying attention to what I need to work on and what areas of my life are kind of connected to or in terms of decision making and relationships and how I interact with people and and just my whole thought process is how some of that is connected to my past trauma and kind of working through that with God's help and really doing intentional work to heal from that. Um, as I've done that for myself, I've learned something really, really important that I want to share with you. Listen, there is nothing, absolutely nothing that God cannot heal. Um, and I mean that with all sincerity. You might be in a place right now where you're in, you're listening and, and, and you're a survivor and you are currently in counseling. Maybe you are currently taking one of our Journey to Heal groups uh, or perhaps you've tapped into our one-to-one -one mentoring service and you're working alongside someone and you're going through my book, Journey to Heal. Or maybe maybe you started a healing process and you've just kind of laid it down um, years ago and, and, and you've just kind of white-knuckled it <laughs> for up to now. Um, wherever you're at in this process, I want you to know there is no amount of hurt God's love can't heal. So I'm going to say that one more time because it's really important. There is no amount of hurt that God's love won't heal. No amount of hurt his love can't heal. His love can heal every part and piece that's broken in you or in your relationships. I believe this with all my heart and I have seen him do this in my life. And that's what I want to share with you through this series is what that looks like and how you can grab hold of that. And the first part of that really is to take hold of a relationship with Jesus Christ. It, it's, it's really that first step. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm assuming you as my listener, you know, I don't know where you're at in your faith journey, but I'm assuming you are aware that uh, I definitely believe in Jesus Christ. I love him. He has redeemed my life. And much of what we talk about or I talk about on this podcast, and my guests talk about on this podcast is really the hope that we have in Christ. In fact, Journey to Heal Ministries is all about pointing people or leading people to hope in Jesus Christ, particularly survivors of sexual abuse. So, so wherever you're at in this faith journey or in your faith journey, um, I want to encourage you just continue to listen and continue to, to kind of uh, download some of this that I'm going to be sharing today. It may apply to you today. It may apply to someone that you know and you love and, and you want to share this episode with them. But I hope you'll just stay, hang with me um, as I share a little bit about this hope that I'm talking about. So as I said before, there's just no amount of hurt God's love won't heal. I do believe with all my heart that sexual abuse in particular leaves a soul wound. Um, and honestly, a soul wound is something only God can heal. Um, and that healing happens as we place our hope in Jesus Christ. Now, I'm not negating or minimizing for a moment the, the um, work of counselors and therapists. They are so important. They are God-given, uh, really angels on earth that um, are doing very heavy lifting and hard work of walking alongside people and helping them to heal. So not negating that at all or minimizing their effect at all, certainly not 
even uh, negating what we do at Journey to Heal. The work we do is also very important. But I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, and this is from experience that I'm saying this, the healing process, particularly for me and for the women that we have served and walked alongside, it really catches fire. It really gains momentum when, um, for me and for others, when we make a connection with Jesus Christ, when we build on that relationship. So what I want to say to you is there is hope for healthy relationships. If you are a survivor of sexual abuse or you know someone who is, it's there's hope for them because the hope that we have is in Jesus Christ. It's through a relationship with him, through accepting and receiving God's gift of grace through Jesus Christ. When we do that and we begin to discover who we are in Christ. We begin to discover that, you know, through him, we are redeemed. We are made righteous. We are literally, um, in so many ways, we are restored and healed. Um, I do believe that our wholeness is really going to happen when we meet him face to face. But in the meantime, it's just like Jesus said, He said, you know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. He says that in um, the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10. Go find it. Go dig down and read it. Now, if you're in the car right now, I don't advise that you um, get on your phone and look up the Bible app at this moment, but maybe pull over. Um, Find a place in the road where you can pull over and, and look it up on the Bible app and read that for yourself. Maybe, hey, take a break from whatever you're doing and just go read the whole book of John. You will be surprised at what Jesus is all about and what he can do in your life just reading the book of John. But back to what my point was, is this, through a relationship with Christ, you will find so much healing and comfort and hope and ability, wisdom and power to engage in healthy relationships, to discern what a healthy relationship is. It truly comes down to first establishing a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I know that's a lot of information to say one point, but I am going to tell you how important that one point is. Because here's the thing. I've been married now for 27 years. Um, I have three kids and two grandkids. Thank God my three kids are still talking to me and seem to love me. (laughs) They do love me. Um, We have a healthy relationship of which I'm so grateful for. Um, My husband and I, again, we've enjoyed 27 years together, five years we dated. Now, let me tell you, those five years of dating were through college. And honestly, you know, it was kind of coming to the point where with him, I was like, what are you doing? Are we going to get married or not? So I probably would have, it wouldn't have been five years for me. I would have gotten married a lot sooner, but you know, of course it's up to him and uh, had to wait for him to propose. If he's listening, um, he's probably chuckling to himself because I always give him a hard time about those five years. So we've been together all together. Uh, what is that? Five and twenty-seven. We've been together um, 32 years and those haven't been easy years. Let me just tell you, uh, the majority of them, I would say, have by now at this point. But the early part of our marriage was really hard. And it was hard because a lot of it, a lot of it had to do with me. 
um, and the brokenness that I had experienced um, as a child and as a, as a young uh, person and then as a young woman and the trauma and abuse. And I really stuffed that down, pushed it aside, minimized it for so long. I had no idea how it was affecting me as a person. And so I took out a lot of my pain uh, that was really kind of stuffed below the surface. I kind of took it out on my husband in different ways. And, you know, and I, the way I would respond to things and not just with my husband, but coworkers, my children, all the ways that I would navigate those relationships were um, through the filter of my my trauma and through, through things that were unhealed through the filter of what was unhealed, if that makes sense. It wasn't until I began to intentionally take steps towards healing and until I recognized the need to heal and then began to take the steps necessary to work towards healing. It wasn't until then that I began to realize how much uh, my past trauma had influenced how I was viewing myself, how I viewed others, um, how I, golly, my relationship with money, my relationship with food, uh, my relationship with my children, my relationship with my uh, family members, and certainly my husband, um, my relate, my sexuality. So many things were impacted by that early trauma, and. I really needed to heal from it. Maybe you're in that space right now. Maybe you are experiencing um, the same uh, in terms of you're having struggles in relationships, working relationships with your children, how you're parenting. Maybe you're volatile or you, you're angry or maybe you're afraid of intimacy and you're really struggling in your marriage. Wherever you're at, I want to tell you there is hope for healing. Because God has healed those places in my life. I am living proof, friends, living proof that God can heal. There is nothing, no amount of hurt his love can't heal. So he can heal the brokenness. But there's certain things that you've got to do in order to to, uh, foster that process. The first really, one of the most important is your relationship with God, your relationship with Jesus Christ. What is that? What does it look like for you? Um, what, what, uh, where are you at with that? That's something that I would really look at and pay attention to. And if you don't know him as your Lord and Savior, let me just tell you, it's really, really simple. He loves you. John 3.16 says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever, now let me just say it again, whoever believes in him will not perish, means that you won't die, you won't be separated from God, but you will have eternal life. That's huge. See, Romans 5.8 says this, For God demonstrates his own love for us, that while we were still sinners, while we were still just dead in our sin, while we were still running amok and rebelling against God, even before we even knew him. So while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I want to say one more thing. Do you know that Jesus, when he died on the cross and he rose again on the third day, 
that right there. He died on the cross. He took on all our shame. He took on all our iniquity. He took on the shame of our own sin and the sins of others against us. So that's the shame of our abusers. He took on the shame of my abusers onto himself. He took on my shame and the despair that I felt. He also took on my sin. And not just my sin up until the time I asked him uh, into my heart, but all my sin. And the same is true for you. Then he died, but he rose on the third day so that I could be raised to new life in him. And the same is true for you. So listen, go check that out in the book of John. Don't take my word for it. Go read about it in the Gospels. Discover what the Gospel means for you personally. You can look it up on Google. You can research it on the Bible app. You can grab a Bible at home if you have it and open up to the first four books of the Bible. I mean, first four books of the New Testament and read all about what Jesus did for you and how God loves you. And I'm telling you, it will change your life. And it will establish a very important relationship, a life-changing and a life-giving relationship in your life today. Listen, that's the first thing. Then the second part that I want to offer to you as as we start off this series is this. Because of what the Lord can do in you, you can not only heal, from past sexual trauma, but you can thrive, which means you can also thrive in your relationships. Um, all of them, uh, how you, how you interact and relate with your children and how you interact and relate with, um, your family, with your, um, spouse, if you're married, um, or your significant other, very, very important. Um, because, because God's love is transforming, it's healing, And, um, you know, we just, uh, I think for me personally, what I have learned in my relationship and my walk with the Lord is that he really is all that I need. And so that brings me to my second point of why there is hope for healthy relationships, because when you place your hope in Christ, all right, when you put all of your hope and your needs on him, Okay, it helps you to kind of lower your expectations of others. That's huge. I want to just let that sit for a minute. When all your hope is placed in Christ, when you seek Him first before anyone else, kind of like um, one of my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite speakers in uh, in the body of Christ is. Um, Joyce Meyer, and she says something so funny. She says um, how important it is to go to the throne before you go to the phone. (laughs) And she's always saying that in her conversations or in her messages because she's trying to communicate the value and the importance of talking to God before you go talk to everybody else. And see, that's what we get in a relationship with Jesus Christ. We get the opportunity to really unpack hard things and how we feel and difficult and challenging emotions with him before we go and unleash it on the world. Um, He is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is truly all that we need. He's the great counselor. He is the healer. 
um, our Redeemer, our Savior. So many wonderful things are all wrapped up in Jesus Christ. And truly, He is the source of 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 truly all that we need. Um, We can go to him for everything. And in my relationship with him, what I've discovered is that when I do really rest all my needs on him, when I'm, when I put him at the center of my life and certainly um, uh, the center of my marriage, things just go better for me in my relationships because I'm able to prioritize my expectations and really put the weight of my expectations on God, on on Christ versus the people in my horizontal relationships. Um, Because honestly, they can't carry the weight of it. I can't expect them to. And that's kind of the same for you too. If you are healing from past sexual trauma, or maybe you know someone who is, I would imagine that there's been a point in your life or in a point in some of your relationships where you've had some unhealthy expectations, maybe some unrealistic expectations of those that you are in relationship with, whether it's a friendship, whether it's coworkers, whether it's, whether it's a marriage uh, relationship or, or family relationship. Listen, I have learned nobody can shoulder all my needs like Jesus nobody. And the same is true for you because we're all broken in some way, shape, or form. We are all needy people. And we are all needy people in need of a Savior. And so when we can recognize that and when we can dial down our expectations and help them be more realistic in all of our horizontal relationships, we can do that, and when we when we do that, we do that through our vertical relationship with God, and um, it's truly the only way. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. This is kind of the start of a bigger conversation that I'm going to have over the next several weeks. I'm hoping to have my husband come on with me, and uh, uh, you know maybe some of my children to come on a bit too as I talk about navigating parenting um, in light of healing from past sexual trauma, navigating marriage in light of healing from past sexual trauma and friendships and what all that looks like. And and I'm even going to talk about uh, uh, hope for intimacy, that intimacy in a marriage, in a healthy, godly marriage is definitely possible. Um, and you, you have all the reason in the world to hope for that if if maybe that's not something that you as a survivor, as, as a listener today, maybe you're not experiencing that. Um, I can tell you from my personal experience, God can heal that. Uh, most definitely. I won't get into it today. I'm going to say that for another episode, but, but again, I want to end with this, which is what I started with. And that is this at the very heart of this conversation about healthy relationships the most important relationship is the one you have with Jesus Christ. That's the first and foundational relationship that needs to take place in order for your other relationships in, uh, to be healthy and in order for you to be able to navigate those relationships well and uh, certainly 
even just to be able to establish and recognize what a healthy relationship is. So I hope you'll stay with me in the coming episodes. I really look forward to sharing this time with you. And hopefully today I've been able to encourage you as well that there is hope for uh, healthy relationships in spite of the fact that you might be a survivor of sexual abuse. Thanks for listening and bye for now.